This is a podcast by the Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by the Business Times, where we explore useful financial tips. I'm your host, Chris Lim. Now, cryptocurrencies are a hot topic, but actually getting into the cryptocurrency business or setting up a business based on blockchain, the foundational technology of crypto, isn't quite so clear. So we're going to tell you what it takes to start a crypto or blockchain-based business in this episode, which is brought to you by Withers Kata Wong. Helping me explain this topic is my guest, Pang Xie Kai, co-founder of Toko Crypto, which is a cryptocurrency exchange based in Indonesia. Welcome to the show, Xie Kai. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Happy to be on this show. What is a cryptocurrency exchange? A cryptocurrency exchange is essentially exactly like a stocks exchange or a commodities exchange or a forex exchange, just that the asset being traded is cryptocurrencies or digital assets. Okay, so it's not one specific type of cryptocurrency, but any kind of cryptocurrency? Yes, any type or kind of cryptocurrencies. Okay, and what were the key challenges when you started Toko Crypto and how did you overcome them? One of the key challenges when starting Toko Crypto is that crypto was still a very new industry and not many people know about what it is, let alone know how to trade it. We set out to build an ecosystem that aims to provide a conducive environment for the education of public about crypto and blockchain. We did this via our own news platform, Toko News, which is an aggregated news portal to educate the market related to crypto and blockchain. Inblox and Indonesian Blockchain Week as well which is an exciting blockchain event throughout the week to discuss crypto and blockchain with many speakers and projects from within Indonesia as well as outside of Indonesia. We also reached out to universities and held regular educational outreach programs to engage with these institutions and share about the knowledge of crypto and blockchain. Okay, so a lot of engagement and outreach and education initiatives. But were there any key challenges specific to starting a business in Indonesia that you could share with our listeners? Specific to Indonesia, and I think probably around the world as well. The challenge with cryptocurrencies is that it was in a very unregulated space back in 2018. Toko Kredo set out to make sure we work closely with the government, which is the Ministry of Trade through Babepti, which is the Commodities and Derivatives Regulators in Indonesia, as a contributor to formulate the laws and regulations related to crypto assets in Indonesia. Togo Crypto is the first entity to be registered and regulated under Babepti, and we make sure that we were compliant, sometimes overly compliant, with international norms on compliance procedures with the point in mind that we want to legitimize blockchain and crypto and make it mainstream. Also, by working very closely with our lawyers at Witters Kata Wong, we were able to successfully formative regulations to be in place, which is essential for the growth of the industry. Okay, so you sort of made yourself a stakeholder in the formative crypto scene in Indonesia and helped to build it up. I guess you made yourselves a pioneer in that space and became a close partner with the government then. Yes, that's correct. And it's very crucial and essential for a new industry such as the cryptocurrency industry. I like how you said sometimes overly complied with the regulations, like holding yourself to even higher standards so no one could take you to task for not being compliant or overlooking certain compliance issues. Was that something that you were aware of from the start or did you have to learn that the hard way? That was something that was embedded into Toko Crypto's foundational vision and mission at the start in that we wanted to legitimize and make crypto mainstream. And we believe that 
because of the issues or the bad rumors that have plagued the cryptocurrency industries from the early days until even now, only by working very closely with regulations and making sure that we are, like I mentioned, overly compliant, can we ensure that the space and industry is built up so that people are able to trust it and participate in it. You wanted to make sure you were beyond reproach pretty much from the start. Yes, that is correct. If you like BT Money Hacks so far, please subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation with Pang Xiaokai, co-founder of Toko Crypto, about how to start a cryptocurrency or blockchain-based business. This episode is brought to you by Withers Carter Wong. Now, before the break, we were talking with Xiaokai about Toko Crypto, the challenges of starting Toko Crypto, the challenges of starting the business challenges specific to Indonesia, talking about compliance issues. But I was wondering, Shiakai, are there any lessons or challenges about starting your business, about working with Indonesian authorities that you think can be generalized to starting crypto businesses in emerging markets in general? Yes, I believe that the understanding of the market is of utmost importance. One needs to have a very clear picture of the target audience that the specific crypto business is targeting. What is the general demographics, the educational level, the risk appetite, the culture, and the values of the society are very important. Another thing is that we need to be able to relate crypto to what people in emerging markets already know, because that is how people can draw a parallel towards. For example, Gold in Indonesia is highly regarded as a store of value, while the rupiah is considered a depreciating asset. That is why many people in Indonesia buy and hold gold. If we can show people that cryptocurrencies, for example Bitcoin, have characteristics similar to digital gold, that would definitely catch their attention. And of course, customer experience is key. The product has to be simple, fast for users to start, and this is essential to build confidence in the product and business and ultimately the industry. Okay, so know your audience, know the market, be specific about who you are targeting, and then make sure that what you are approaching the market with is something people can understand and come to terms with. It doesn't sound like rocket science when you put it that way, but easier said than done. And I guess some people don't remember these things. I mean, when some people get caught up in the crypto space, some of them get, I would say their attention or their focus is lost sometimes because people are always thinking about building new things. But sometimes people do get into building new things that people don't want and need. So finding out what are the problems that we're trying to solve is of utmost importance, especially when we're using a new technology. We don't want to use it for things that would make lives for ourselves even more cumbersome. Right. You know, what problem are you solving? I guess that's one of the central tenets of design thinking to making sure that you build a product that fits in an existing need in the market rather than building in a vacuum, I guess. But you know, what step-by-step -step advice do you think you could give to our listeners who are looking to start a crypto-based business? Is there like a five-step or I don't know, 10-step path that you could share with our listeners? Well, mine is six steps, but I think there would definitely be a lot of in-betweens and maybe some points are similar to other points. But I would say that for step number one, like I mentioned previously, do your market of the research, understanding the target audience and people's understanding of crypto by the target audience is very important. And it's essential to identify if there's really a problem that needs to be solved or that needs to be addressed. 
my second point or step two would be to understand who the stakeholders are. Is it the banks, the regulators, the people in power who have interests in the business? For my step three, it's to obtain the proper legal counsel to ensure that your licensing or your compliance and your regulatory requirements are met. Find yourself a good legal partner, of course, like with this Kata Wong. Step four, don't be afraid to rub shoulders with regulators and positively influence the formulation of regulations. Five would be very, very important. Get your face in front of the camera. People tend to associate more with faces that they can trust, which brings me to my last point, last but not least. Build a brand around trust, especially for industry as new as crypto. I would say this would be my six steps recommendation of how to successfully begin on a successful crypto-based business. Okay, there you go, folks. The six-step plan for getting started on building a crypto-based business. Thank you so much for being on the show, Shirakai. Thank you, Chris. We've been telling you how to start a cryptocurrency or blockchain-based business with my guest, Pang Shirakai, co-founder of Toko Crypto. This episode is brought to you by Withers Kata Wong. And that's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times. But don't forget to subscribe to BT Money Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify and like us and give us a rating. That was an SBH podcast by The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.